Thank you for joining us here today. Don't come here. These are stories of the Treasure Coast. And on today's edition, we're talking about some fine camping on the Treasure Coast. I'm your host, Dano. Stick around for more. Don't come here. Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of Don't Come Here, Stories of the Treasure Coast. And today is a fine edition. And if you're a resident of the Treasure Coast or you're thinking about visiting, don't come here. But we've got some great stories about the Treasure Coast. It's our camping edition. Ah, the feeling of free range living. Just being out under the skies, sleeping under the celestial movie happening in the heavens. The Treasure Coast's clean, pure air giving you a good snore at night. And by day, we're kicking up the dirt. And we're going to have some good times. And we're going to talk about the tents, the fires, our favorite beverages, s'mores, and stories. Yay. At One With Nature. It's a lifestyle for folks. We know it. And in order to facilitate a varied discussion, such as camping, I am joined once again by some industry professionals. I'm your host, Dano, and thank you for being a part of Don't Come Here, Stories of the Treasure Coast. I'll introduce our fine panel for today's show, our episode, the Camping Edition. First, I'll go to Todd Faust, the Park Administrator for Martin County. Nice to have you along for the ride. Nice to be here. Thanks, Dano. My pleasure. Scott Knauer, Campground Fairgrounds Manager for Indian River County, is certainly the Donald McDonald's and some near future plans we're going to be Correct. discussing. And we welcome the one, the only RV bound. That's right. This guy is ready to camp right now. Mike Middlebrook. He's zoomed in for our fans and the assistant Director of the Environmental Resources Department for St. Lucie County. Welcome, Mike. Nice to have you along for the ride. Thank you, Dano. Appreciate it's it. It's great to be here. Uh, once again, as I mentioned, our industry professionals, there's a lot to tackle when we're talking about the outdoors in this installment of Don't Come Here, Stories of the Treasure Coast. Hey, subscribe to our podcast. Leave a message below. Where's your favorite place to camp? We want to know. You can leave the comments below, but by all means, subscribe and be a follower of Don't Come Here, Stories of the Treasure Coast on our YouTube channel. Gentlemen, I talked about that free range living under the skies, those heavenly roofless sleeps at night. Man, I look forward to it. I love to go outdoors and I love to camp. And there are some special spots along the Treasure Coast to do some camping. I'll go to you first, if you don't mind. Uh, we have our man, Scott Knauer, <coughs> campgrounds and fairgrounds, Indian River County Fairgrounds Manager. Uh, but you uh, are the manager of Donald McDonald's campgrounds. And it is a phenomenal place to bring the family. A lot of family activities, kayaking, water activities. Yes. 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 Beautiful. Beautiful. Tell us some of the amenities that somebody could find if they pulled up to that grand entrance of Donald McDonald's. So Park. just to give you a quick overview. It's a, about a 40 acre heavily canopied campground. Oh, I like that. Which Lots when people trees. come in, they, it, it's old Florida. And people love old Florida with the canopies. Every one of our primitive sites is very private. So it doesn't, oh, it doesn't like feel that. like you were right, right next on to top somebody, of else. somebody else. It's not a parking lot where you just put down your camp. Yeah. So, um, build a fire at night. Mm, it's very quiet, it. but it's located right on the Sebastian River. We have a public boat ramp. So you can launch your boat, kayak, canoe. 
There's some great fishing there. We have a fishing dock. You can catch, I think, just about anything. Okay, right I there. will. I'll try. Um, if you're not into fishing, you could certainly see just about anything from alligator, manatee, oh, dolphin. Me. Everything is right around there. In this part of the <clears> river, <throat> uh, do you get a sense of more brackish or are we coming right out of the uh, so north it is, end of the Sebastian Inlet? It's salty. It, it is considered brackish. Depending on the rain we okay. have coming down, gotcha. it could be more or less brackish. But you do have it almost instant access to the Sebastian Inlet. So if you are camping there with a boat, you could be in the Sebastian Inlet in 15 to 20 minutes and then Love it. offshore fishing. That is a great place to be at yeah. sunset. One of my favorite places on earth is yes. in the Sebastian Inlet. It is something sensational. Is. And I gotta tell you, Todd, I love Martin County fishing as well. Some of the best fishing I've ever done is in Sebastian and is in Stewart out the inlet. Uh, as the administrator for, or the parks administrator for Martin County, describe some of the duties, if you don't mind, some of the, what the job entails. You wake up in the morning, you, you, you throw on the polo and you're ready to go to it. And we're gonna get to what you're gonna be doing here in just a little bit today too. So Martin County has uh, 74 beautiful parks uh, spread throughout the county, uh, all the way from uh, having 15 beaches uh, to the campground that's out west called Phipps Park Campground. Oh, I know it well. So what a great facility. Uh, we've been doing a phased project out there uh, to restore the shoreline, which is, sits along the Lake Okeechobee waterway. It sure does. And there's phenomenal fishing there. We've got a great viewing pier and fishing pier that we just built uh, two years ago. Uh, for uh, you can see the boats going through the locks. There's nothing like um, it. Not, yeah, nothing like it. that. Snook fishing right there off the dock. Uh, we're building currently just installed a brand new uh, boat dock uh, that's floating there on the Okeechobee waterway so you can tie up your fishing boat. Uh, and we renovated the boat ramp a couple years ago. Perfect. So it's, it's a great place to uh, access the Atlantic Ocean because we are the sailfish capital of the world. You are indeed. And that's where I caught my very first sailfish. And I'm like, wow, they're not kidding. This place is the capital. Uh, as we're as we're talking the the camping edition, have you seen an uptick in families that are visiting uh, the, each of the fairgrounds, whether it be any of the beautiful parks through Martin County or through Sebastian, through the uh, Donald McDonald campgrounds? Have you noticed more families getting out and spending that time? They were locked together for a couple of years, dare I say it, and go back. But you get the feeling that no matter what, through thick and thin, they've actually started enjoying each other's company. And man, there's nothing like being together with the family under the stars, doing some camping and some and some star viewing, and of course, roasting some s'mores. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate the both of you. As I now move to our right, our zoomed in guest, the man, Mike Middlebrook. Uh, he is the Assistant Director of the Environmental Resources Department for St. Lucie County. Welcome, Mike. Thank you for being here, my friend. Thanks, Dan, I appreciate it. My pleasure. Would you do me a favor and explain to me what the Assistant Director of the Environmental Resources Department entails? Yeah, I got the great, wonderful job of covering a lot of different areas in the county for environmental reasons, but um, you know, part of our, our biggest part of our program is the, uh, the environmental preserves that the county manages, where we do have camping, so we're here to talk about that a little bit and to keep the theme 
you know, as you mentioned with the, the stargazing, we have an am- amazing site out west of town near the Okeechobee County line, um, right at the right at the cuff of, of the corner of the county. It's um, away from sky sky and city lights, and it's the best place for star viewing in our area. Oh, I love it. Bluefoot Bluefield Ranch Preserve is uh, is is nothing lost like it. It's primitive camping, of course. There's no no RV spots there currently, but um, we have some future plans for some RV camping near this preserve at our Cypress Creek Preserve that we hope to get off the ground in the next year or so. But uh, we manage a lot of wilderness area in the county. It's beautiful. No doubt. You got an acre count? Uh, we're we manage a little over eleven thousand acres. Wow! Um, and and Bluefield is thirty two hundred acres, so it's quite sizable. How how many acres, if you don't mind, the Donald McDonald uh, Reserve there, the camping grounds? That campground encompasses forty acres. Wow, that's another nice size mm-hmm. and private, I might add, for the Martin County Parks. Phipps is fifty five acres. Is that right? Fifty five acres. Okay, fine, you win. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, we have no competition here. What we have are some industry professionals. Once again, welcome to our camping edition. Don't come here. Stories of the Treasure Coast as we wind our way through uh, Indian River County, St. Lucie County and Martin County. We're joined by some camping professionals, I would call you guys. You have a project upcoming, if you don't mind, Scott. I'd like to turn to you. What do you have coming up? I do. Uh, at our fairgrounds, we have a campground in the in the rear of the property that was Originally designed for the county fair. Okay. Where the carnival people could put their bunkhouses and whatnot. But we have 48 full hookup sites that we are in the plans now of opening to the public. Oh, very neat. Um, This fiscal year, I was just given monies to begin the engineering project to expand that to another 20 to 24 sites around two ponds in the wooded area. Oh, I like that. Ponds and wooded areas, sweet. Very excited about that. That will be open to the public. Uh, I don't know an exact date, but we're working hard for that. That'll be a great public campground. No doubt, no doubt about it. Uh, there, There is a great sense of community and connection when it comes to our parks. And God knows there are a ton of folks that love to come down to this stretch of the globe. Let's say the Treasure Coast offers such a diverse community for camping, for outdoor living, for outdoor enthusiasts across the board, which is why we're telling you don't come here. These are just stories of the Treasure Coast that this is our camping edition. By all means, you're more than welcome to tell us where your favorite place to camp is. Leave us a message, leave us a comment below as you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. You know, you don't want them to come here, but we love stories of the Treasure Coast, certainly stories of camping. Um, well, I, I, I hesitate, but then I move a little closer to Mike calling us from an RV. Your favorite way to camp, is it under the stars, in a pup tent, in a Taj Mahal tent, or an RV? Some would, you know, call it glamping, I sorts. Well, Dano, yeah, I, I've, I've kind of converted over gl- to glamping, uh, as you as you put it, but uh, really- I would too. I grew, up, I grew up camping in tents like everybody else, and I, I love it, but you know, now that I got a growing family and, and just a lot of, a lot of different folks and uh, personalities in our family. The RV camping is the way to go by far, um, particularly in, in Florida. You know, we have such a diverse weather. Um, it's beautiful. Actually, it's it's terrible weather out there right now, right? It's, it's not beautiful awful. <laughs> it's terrible. Don't come here. But uh, the RV is nice because it does give you that option to camp uh, throughout the whole year. 
and 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 our, on the treasure coast you know even in the dead of summer you have your air conditioning and, you've got uh, environmental controls exactly <laughs> and you can get out to the get out to the waterways and enjoy the water during the day and then still sleep in comfort at night i asked this private question we can edit we're not live uh ever get you know with the rv uh, and the amenities available, I still might be tempted to walk outside and, uh, you know, be one with nature. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Good man. All right. <laughs> hey, look, if you're going to be glamping, you might as well do what you can to feel like you're doing, you know, the rugged outdoor things and activities. But as I mentioned that, every single one of these places has incredible amenities available from the camping. But you're no stone is left unturned and you continue to provide great camping experiences along the Treasure Coast for all of our fine visitors. But don't come here. These are just stories of the Treasure Coast. But subscribe and like our YouTube channel. We would love that. Mike, I had a question for you and not so much a story, uh, a question, rather regale us with a story if you don't mind. When we go camping, one of our favorite things to do is to tell stories, gather around, whether it be the fire or just some daytime time wasting. It, a good day spent camping. Wasting time is a great day wasting time. Trust me when I tell you. And so I defer to you, Mike Middlebrook. What types of stories have you heard or that you have to share that would enlighten people to the fact, hey, you know what? We hadn't really thought about camping, but here we are. We want to go camping on the Treasure Coast. We, uh, you know, go, looking back, we've camped all over the state and really coming back to the Treasure Coast and being able to do that, you know, stay stay at home vacation or staycation mentality Love is it. just great, a great way to visit with friends that are local or family that are local. Um, and, you know, one of my favorite areas to go to to camp regularly is at the uh, Jonathan Dickinson State Park down at the south end of Martin County. And it's fantastic because you can get on the water there. You, you know, they have a river campground. They also have a, a full facility RV campground um, up at the other end of the, of the park. But uh, we often like to go there because we get on the boat and get on the Loxahatchee and you can go upriver. Fishing's phenomenal. And, and just looking back, I have young children. My, my oldest daughter now, um, when she was little, we were there at, at Jonathan Dickinson State Park and we got on a pontoon boat and went out, out towards the inlet to the sandbars and just enjoyed the day. But she actually caught her first fish that day. Oh, yay! You know, we got photos of it, and uh, man, nothing I tell like you, that, that fish gets bigger and bigger every time we tell her story. And uh, you know, There's nothing like it. Mike, I don't mean to big-time you, but if you want Trapper Nelson's number, he's locked in the digits. I'm just saying, anytime I want to go canoeing, I call Trapper, Trapper Nelson. Trapper Nelson's awesome. <laughs> I love that spot. Yeah. And, you know, getting up, up, up river on kayaks up there is phenomenal, as you, it sounds like you know. <laughs> and they have the bus ride back, and you pretty much cover the south end of Martin County, as you mentioned. Jonathan Dickinson is a great place, and you can always see RVs going in and coming out of Jonathan Dickinson State Park, as well as the bicycling facilities, the trail riding, uh, any of the fishing amenities. It's all available at our fingertips, and it's right here on the Treasure Coast. Please, don't come here. But we love sharing stories of the Treasure Coast as we try and facilitate our camping edition. So the the question I have, gentlemen, for all three of you, our panel here today, our camping experts, industry experts, as I'll call you, thank you for being here. Um, you know, as you were telling us the story and I was listening to the amenities that are available and some of the additional uh, growing uh, parks uh, projects that we have going on, and we'll talk about that here in just a few minutes, Todd. 
Among the three of you, and I don't know that we can come to any one type of consensus here, but what is it that folks, and it could be something so strange that while you're thinking about camping, there's something that people forget. What's the one thing, Todd, that you always notice you have to tell people when they're camping or that you guys have in ready supply because you're already prepared for them not having it? Relax. Oh. Enjoy the outdoors. Don't worry yourself with the small stuff. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Well, I like that. Let go. The treasure coast. Let go. Camping-wise, how about you? Can you think of something, um, whether it be... a different type of whatever, a duffel bag, uh, something that somebody forgets. B- believe it or not, firewood. Oh, perfect. Uh, you show up to do primitive camping in a tent. It could be during our winter months, which do get cool at night, and no firewood. Oh, and you don't want to go chopping down trees, I would say. Well, you cannot chop, chop down any trees. It is, it is uh, uh, highly frowned upon, and... Uh, you're not allowed to do it. So bring firewood. That's a firewood. great one. That's a great one. How about you, Mike? How about what's that one thing that somebody hits you with and you're like, man, you're going camping. How in the world do you forget <laughs> firewood? I, I like to tell them the things to forget, and that's your electronics. Leave, leave that cell phone, leave that laptop in the in the storage storage bay, turn off the Wi-Fi, because honestly, I mean, we all need it, right? We want the comforts of that when you're out there, you, but you don't want to be called away from work. And, and it goes right back to Todd's point is just relax and unwind and unplug. I love it. We're off the grid. That's the way to live, man. And to get back to that sense of isolation, it really is truly something a lot of us yearn for. I know I do. I like that alone time and it's needed for that mental therapy. And I can't think of any better way to gather your thoughts and to get that mental therapy than to spend a night in nature along the Treasure Coast. Don't come here, but we do have continued stories of the Treasure Coast. Todd, you had an upcoming project that you wanted to talk about, if you don't mind. Let's uh, let's discuss that for a few moments. So Phipps Park is uh, a 55-acre conservation area. It used to have 60 sites, um, most of which were had no power, uh, no sana, no sewer, no water. Uh, so we are expanding to a 95 um, RV pads uh, with full hookups. So we've got we're going to have sewer, water, and power to all the sites. That's great. Um, we're in- also installing a lot of canopy trees. So over 70 uh, slash pines and oak trees are going to oh, be installed that's... to give some shade cover sure. uh, to a lot of the sites. Uh, so it's a phenomenal project. And in the future, uh, next year, we're also going to be installing a brand new uh, restroom laundry facilities and uh, a new uh, general store. But I like washing my clothes in the brackish water, man. It's such a fresh feeling in the morning. (laughs) I love the idea of having some amenities available to people, certainly making some of the other halves much happier during this excursion. If you know where I know you guys know what I mean. You want to make sure everybody's happy. And if that takes a little bit of uh, modern technology encroaching in, by all means, here you go. We'll show up in the RV. (laughs) No doubt. You got a washer and dryer in that thing? 
No, no washer and dryer, not yet. Anyway. Good man. All right, we I'm shall. Always into modifying, though. You know? We shall smell of nature. I mean, it's all a part of the experience. Um, how about you, if you don't mind me asking, Scott? Uh, any upcoming projects that we haven't discussed that you're looking forward to implementing, getting more people out to the Donald McDonald uh, Ranch and campground? So, Donald McDonald. I, I don't know if you've been there before. I think you have. I have. Years ago, it was believe it or not a first come first serve oh, which made it very difficult so a few years back we went to an online reservation system which made it very easy to book a site re reserve a site out at least a year so it was hard for people to come from maybe up north in the winter and just hope and pray that there was an empty site oh man but you got it i mean i couldn't imagine being the person who was taking uh, the said families looking for a trip and say sorry folks park's right. full you're like oh my i don't want to turn you away unfortunately our space is dwindled now right. that's expanding now we get people invited so now in. we have an online reservation system Beautiful. which has increased our you know people coming there Certainly. because now we market it people know about it it's easy to go on, make your reservation, make your payment. You have your permit right in hand, so uh, that was nice. And of course, our fairground uh, expansion is going to be very exciting. Um, looking forward to that, by the way. I'm very. When, I am when does uh, when does when 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 can we expect news about how that expansion project? We will be is doing the engineering. Okay. This uh, here coming up. Okay. So we all understand how county government We works. do indeed. We uh, understand this. It, it could take a year or so, but I, I would hope within the next two, three years, we'll have that fully operational. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Scott Canauer, the campground fairground manager of the Donald McDonald campground in Indian River County, as well as the Indian River County fairgrounds. And of course, I want to thank you, uh, Todd Faust as well for being here, our administrator for Martin County. On to Mike Middlebrook. He is uh, the assistant director of environmental resources department for St. Lucie County. Mike, do we have some upcoming projects to look forward to? Expansion projects, new parks? Well, we talked about Cypress Creek Preserve. Yep. We also, uh, we, we have a preserve that we just newly opened this past uh, January and February, actually, in the White City area near the North Fork of the St. Lucie River. Right okay. The river. That's a nice area. Um, there's, there's a lot of conservation lands up and down the North Fork of the river, and we have hoped to have added some primitive camping sites along the river where you can kayak to in the future. Um, near this site. Um, so the new site is called Pertravis Family Preserve. It's a little neighborhood preserve. And then adjacent to it is Captain Hammond's Hammock. And that's where we envision adding some camping in the in the future for families and, and kayakers, but in a primitive based. And, you know, that, that kind of carries on with what a lot of what we offer here in the county um, on the uh, Indian River Lagoon. If you leave the North Fork, we have a lot of riverfront on the Indian River Lagoon in St. Lucie County, and we have a, a number of spoil islands that are north of Fort Pierce that are fantastic for camping. If you like primitive experiences, I you do. have to take a boat out there. There's no facilities, but uh, you talk about new projects. I, I would just plug the Indian River Lagoon Aquatic Preserve folks because they manage those spoil islands, and for camping, it's phenomenal. But they've really launched the uh, Leave No Trace 
ethics with their camping. And that's been a great project on, on their part to, to just try to minimize any sort of impacts associated with it, but to make it so it's family fun and that everybody can still enjoy it going into the future, but a really unique place to, to go camping in our, in our County. And um, not far from there, it's not a County uh, operated facility, but the Causeway Cove Marina. Oh is yeah. Fanta- it's fantastic. So it's a Marina, not only a Marina for, you know, boats and they have an Airbnb uh, deck hand area that you can rent out, but they also have RV camping there right on the Indian river lagoon. Um, they give you, I think cost breaks on uh, a boat slip if you're actually camping there, which is an awesome way to come see Fort Pierce and DR County on the river. I agree. And then uh, I've learned recently that they actually are starting a um, park and watch program where they have drive-in movies. At, at the Causeway Cove Marina. So oh. you can camp there, you can catch a movie, you can get on your boat, and then you can head up to the Spoil Islands and go sightseeing and see everything that the river offers. It's a, it's a real good one-stop shop. And, you know, don't even talk about the sunsets. They're, they're terrible there. They are <laughs> awful. Don't come here. These are just stories of the Treasure Coast with some of the most dynamite sunsets. That is an excellent point. Um, you know, and so is us together today having this conversation, I don't think that we can stress or put enough importance on pick up after yourself, clean up, keep these amenities viable for futures to come. And in order to do that, we have to make sure that the upkeep is all of our responsibility in nature. So if you're thinking about bringing a plastic cup and ditching it in the woods because it's the woods, well, you don't have the right frame of mind. We're looking to get you camping along the Treasure Coast. And that is why we brought these three industry experts in to talk about this and to facilitate this conversation. I can't thank you enough. From Bluefield Ridge Reserve, Sailfish Sands, we've got the new golf course opening up, Cypress Cypress Creek Preserve, all these RV, RV camping, uh, amenities and the outdoors. It's all available here on the Treasure Coast and we love it and we want to keep it pristine and going and it's up to you. Get out and do some camping or don't come here. These are just stories of the Treasure Coast. I'm your host, Dano. Thank you for joining us here and for Todd Fouts and for uh, our man, Scott, and for Mike. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for being here. Awesome job today and I look forward to camping out with you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Anytime.